Hey everyone, welcome to A Mess Nonetheless. I'm Rachel. And I'm Melissa. Sister. <laughs> I'm not even going to edit that part out. Everyone's just going to hear it. I forgot to introduce myself. <laughs> you guys, we started it and Rachel goes, welcome to A Mess Nonetheless. And we're like, and you're Rachel. <laughs> That's right, I have a name. <laughs> uh, today, you guys, we have, if you're on YouTube, you've already seen my dear, our dear friend, Hannah with us. Hannah, you want to say hi? Hello. Thanks for having me. Yes, we're really excited to have you on so specifically excited. for this topic today. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Hannah has a lot of wisdom and insight to offer on honestly probably any topic, but specifically <laughs> we're going to be talking about when our mindset is the problem. Mm -hmm. And so she really has um, a life transforming story with this. And Hannah, if you don't mind taking a few minutes to kind of just syn like synopsis, no, paraphrase. What, paraphrase. What's for? Summarize. Summarize. Okay, found it. <laughs> there it is. Things. I flew in from Vegas last night at um like 12:30 a.m. and um what time is it now? 8:30 a.m. It's early <laughs> for that. Yeah, it's very so, early. My brain's a little gone. So yeah, give okay. us a short summary of why mindset has been a problem in your life. Sure. Well, you guys have known me for a long time. So if I forget anything important, just shout it out. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, mindset's been a huge deal for me. Um, especially in my adult years, I just, I had a lot of health issues and a couple of traumatizing things happened to me in my twenties. And that just really sank me to be honest. And, um, I kind of developed this mindset of the world is against me. My problems are unfair. Things are never going to get better for me. And that's really dangerous. Cause then that mm -hmm. spiraled into a slippery slope of nobody cares about me. I'm lonely no one has it as bad as I do. No one's doing enough for me. Doesn't Don't people see, you know, what it is I'm going through? Um, and just to give some specifics, I really struggled with Lyme disease for an, almost a decade. And with that came a mold illness that developed into an allergy. And just there's a lot of stuff that comes with that. Mm -hmm. um, but through working on my mindset this last year, especially, not only did I heal from Lyme disease and mold toxicity, I also just... Kind of, I gained my life back in a way I didn't even know was missing that mm. goes far beyond the physical things that were taken away from me when I was really sick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I have had a front row seat to that. Hannah and I have mm -hmm. been best friends for seven years and we both live in the same community and I have mm -hmm. had a front row seat to it. And when mm -hmm. she, she gained her life back, like you cannot even imagine the extremes of what her life was and what her life is now. Like she is a different person. She is not the same person. In fact, I'll just share. I agree. The I, I've had a balcony seat, but I, <laughs> and I can I can attest to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have a balcony seat to CJ's life, Melissa's best yeah. friend, and and Melissa has a balcony seat to yeah. Hannah's, and it's great because exactly. we love each other's friends, like our close friends, so much. But yeah. Um. So I want to say something too about Hannah is that, um, you know, she was working with all these naturopaths for so long, and on labs could see why her body was tanking, why everything looked so poorly. And then she started doing this brain rewiring program that was all gospel-based and went back to her doctor. And he was like, I don't understand. All your labs show you're great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know. It was the craziest thing. It wasn't I like mean, she just felt better. It was like her body said. was better. Um, you mm -hmm. are like, and just to mm -hmm. give your listeners like a very clear insight to where I was at three years ago, my lab work came back basically as failure to thrive. Mm -hmm. Like my body quit producing and quit um, absorbing like all of our foundational building blocks for amino acids, minerals, all of it. So to go through something so radical 
that I'm just changing how I think and somehow mm-hmm. I physically healed is mm-hmm. it's like that's mind pretty blowing, intense. Yeah, it is right. my it's literally mind blowing. <laughs> right. So, and so for yeah. people listening, they might be like, I'm sorry, I don't understand how changing your mind can heal your body. But Hannah, yeah, like, I didn't either. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> can you just explain briefly about this program that you went to through? Because it wasn't just like, I'll just think better thoughts. Yeah. Right. So I went through Nick and Brooklyn, Hannah's program, and it's called Limbic System Rewire. And your limbic system is basically your thought system inside of your brain. And all of us have a certain amount of stress that we can handle. And we all, so it's like a stress bucket. And once that bucket is full, if it's not taken care of to re-empty, that bucket will just keep overflowing. And so that can look like emotional distress. It can look like mental health issues. And honestly, if it's not taken care of and seen as what it is, your body starts sending out all these mayday signals because it's trying to protect itself and it's trying to empty the stress bucket on its own. So it'll say things like your brain will tell your body, well, we can't have gluten anymore because that's too stressful. And well, now mm-hmm. we can't have dairy because that's too stressful. And now we can't do any processed sugar. And just the list goes on and on and on because your brain is trying to do what God intended it to do, which is to steer your body and help your health. All these, your brain is just such a magnificent gift from God. And But when we aren't rooted in Christ-centered thoughts and biblical truths, our mind just kind of takes on a thought process all of its own and just thinks it knows what's best because mm-hmm. it's trying it's trying to protect us. Mm-hmm. And so from that, if your stress bucket is overflowing, it can develop into chronic illnesses, which was my life for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be this huge traumatic event in your life. All it has to be is when your your bucket starts overflowing, it's whatever your brain perceives as mm-hmm. highly traumatic. So for me, my stress bucket overflowed when I gave birth to my third daughter. My body was like enough. And I had a very healthy um, labor and delivery experience with her. I had a very healthy pregnancy with her. It was the easiest pregnancy I've ever had, which is saying a lot because my pregnancies were pretty difficult. Um, but for whatever reason, my body's like, this is enough. I can't do it anymore. And I started falling apart at the seams. It was one thing. It was one diagnosis, one illness, one food mm-hmm. restriction, one food allergy after the next from that point on. And so going through this program, basically you're reteaching your brain not to view everything as traumatic mm-hmm. and stressful. Mm-hmm. And so that program, I went through it for six months. I spent 20 to 60 minutes every single day focusing on biblical truths, saying biblical affirmations, praying, going for walks, um, but getting my mind off of what was right in front of me and putting it literally on the things of God by putting it on the Bible. Yeah. It's amazing. Do you remember what one of the last gifts I gave you when you were sick was? I don't. You gave me so many gifts. It was a collapsible wheelchair. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Because of how bad it was. Like she could only go on walks with her kids if they were pushing her in a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. And like now Hannah walks like every day, like miles and like she goes, goes, goes. Like it's funny because when she told me about this program and she was like, kind of like, this is my last hope. If Mm -hmm. anything's going to work, it's going to be this. And, um, and I remember watching like a trailer about it and I was like, okay, am I understanding this correctly? Like, are you saying you're only sick in your own mind? Like you, it's all in your head. Right. And she was Mm -hmm. like, no, not exactly. It's like, I'm keeping myself sick. Yes. Own mind Mm -hmm. happened to make me sick and I am keeping myself there by my mindset. I think that's the best way you could explain what this program sheds light on. Yeah. It's like in our own thoughts, we can, cause we're making assumptions, right? I'm just assuming I will always be in pain when I walk. Mm-hmm. Well, why not assume the opposite? This could be the day where like, why not challenge those beliefs? And so like, that's really a lot of this program is challenging, limiting beliefs and challenging a fixed 
mindset. So a fixed mm-hmm. mindset says things like, that's just the way I am. That's my personality. That's how mm-hmm. I'm wired. I'll never change. Like I've always struggled in this area. Okay, that might be true, but with Christ, there's always more freedom. And with Christ, right. I mean, it's for freedom that we were set free. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, why why would this be it for me? I don't believe that. I don't believe on this side of heaven we will ever reach. This is it for me. This is literally the best. Mm-hmm. I think that there's always more healing. I think there's always more freedom that we can press into. Absolutely. So I have a question that yeah. probably sounds obvious, but I think that I think you'll understand why I'm asking it. Sure. So I think it's really easy to just, I mean, especially when your mindset is in this place where it's just like, well, I guess this is the best there is for me. And um, it's easy to just not ever look for help or look for something, especially if it requires a lot of work. So what was the, like, what was the deciding factor for you that you're like, enough is enough. I have to find something. I can't live like this anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I just, so we moved to Arizona two years ago because every time I came and visited here, I did so much better. It was like a break for my body. It was like, I could eat all the things I could do all the things I could stay up late without huge ramifications. And it was like, well, why not move somewhere where my health is great? Mm -hmm. So imagine my incredible disappointment when (laughs) that was the season that Rachel sent me a wheelchair was because we lived Mm -hmm. here and my body still continued to fall apart. And I was like, what? (laughs) It was like great for the first month that we were here. And then little by little, Mm -hmm. my body started falling apart. And honestly, I found this program on a Facebook ad. It, it, I say it found me because I was mm-hmm. not, I wasn't looking for anything. I literally was at the place where like, this is my life. Mm-hmm. I pretty much know what to expect and I'm going to live according to what my body tells me it can handle. And I'm just mm-hmm. going to choose my attitude and I'm going to try to make the best of it. That's, mm-hmm. that's where I was at. And so by the grace of God, this program popped up on my newsfeed over and over. And I was like, Oh, we're just going to change our thoughts. I'm somehow going to heal. Okay. <laughs> That was my I can imagine. About it. <laughs> but um, I was like, I've done this before. I've done in my mind. I was like, I've done taking my thoughts captive. I've done transforming my mind. I've done the things where I'm recognizing where my thoughts aren't in line with truth and I've redirected them. And I'm like, no, I'm not entertaining these anymore. I mean, one of the first conferences we did together, that's what I talked about. And so mm-hmm. I was like, I already know how to do this. Mm-hmm. And then shocker, God convicted me of my pride. And so <laughs> so I just felt very much led, okay, I will give this program a try. Yeah. But Lord, I told God, I was like, if this doesn't work for me, I'm done. Like yeah. I will, I'm, I will surrender to this. Not I'm done as in I'm giving up, but like I will accept the hand I've been dealt. Yeah. And little did I know that my entire life would change far yeah. beyond far beyond physical healing. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so to our listeners who are like, yeah, I don't have chronic illness. I'm not in a wheelchair. I don't have any of these problems. Mm-hmm. Can this still be good news to them? Do they need this program or what do they need? Sure. Well, I would say anybody who has thoughts could use a program like this. <laughs> so <laughs> everybody, because Wait, I have thoughts. <laughs> I know, right? We all could use it because what this program did for me was it showed me all these toxic thought patterns that I had Mm. that I was completely unaware of. Mm. And so like, as I'm going through this program, I'm noticing them everywhere I go, which is kind of problematic because I'm seeing them in other people as well as myself. And I'm like, I want to tell you about this program, but I don't want to come across as like, um, you have a lot of toxic thoughts. Let me help you. You know, (laughs) no one needs that in their life. (laughs) It has to kind of be a come to Jesus moment. I think I will say as you were noticing all your toxic thoughts, I started noticing all my toxic thoughts. I know. (laughs) Well, it's because we we dialogued about it here and there, you know, and so it's like, 
It's crazy. I never would have thought that assuming this is as good as it gets for me would be a toxic thought, but it very much goes against the cross and what Jesus accomplished for us. Mm -hmm. He went to the cross so we could have freedom. And, you know, it's kind of a fine line to walk because yes, we're also called to live in surrender and we can't um, make God do anything. He's not a genie that Mm -hmm. is at our command and he's not, he's not somebody where we can come to him with a task list and be like, do this for me. Okay. But we can evaluate if our thoughts are not in line with truth and mm-hmm. get them back back in line with truth because we've all mm-hmm. been given the mind of Christ. But we have to nurture that mind and we have to intentionally feed that mind and we have to intentionally listen to that mind, but we can't listen to it and we can't nurture it if we're not going to the word. And so things for me, like, you know, along with my physical health battles, I did battle a lot of depression and anxiety and it was very cyclical for me. I would do really great. And then the mm-hmm. cloud would come and I would not do very great for weeks, mm-hmm. sometimes months on end. And it's just kind of like, oh, I'm just going to get through the day. I had no actual tools. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I'll just pray harder or I'll just focus on this verse more. And it's like, nope, that's not actually the way to go about it if you're going to take this approach to overcome those battles yeah. in your life. And so recognizing like those are that, good things, but oh, they're there very good is things. more. There is more. And I didn't yeah. know that. And I was like, I didn't really know what it meant to take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ. I just mm-hmm. thought I could say, oh, I feel anxious. That's not from God. Let me say this verse on peace. And while that's very good, if you are not evaluating where those thoughts are coming from, yeah, the it's like, of it. yeah, you can't just... I don't know. You can't just rip the petals off of a flower and expect it to change. You have to take the whole root system out Mm -hmm. and replace it Mm -hmm. um, so that you can heal and you can, you can do the groundbreaking work with the Holy spirit and the word and God, the father and Jesus. Yeah. I love that you said you didn't have tools. That reminds me when we interviewed CJ Mm -hmm. or not interviewed when she joined, I always say interview and it's not when she joined us on our podcast. Yeah. (laughs) She joined us about body image. If you guys haven't Mm -hmm. heard the body image one, go listen to that. It's really good. But she referenced having tools. She goes, I was, but just because you have the tools you need, doesn't mean that you have to pick up the tools to use them. Exactly. Yeah, you have to yeah, pick them up every day. Well, yeah. and you know, I loved that, that episode, by the way, mm-hmm. I thought it was so good. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. We, yeah, a lot of people, it was really helpful for them. I think we probably need to do some more on body image, but mm-hmm. for me, like my toxic thoughts, so many of them were rooted in my body image and food and mm-hmm. it was, they were fueling each other. And I, I mean, I shared on that episode how I can look in the mirror and actually love my body 30 pounds heavier when I could not love my body 20 pounds ago because it yeah. was 10 pounds too heavy. And it's like, that was a a, a mindset change for me. It, it didn't just happen. I did the work every day. I have the tools. I was watching Hannah. I was going, I can do that. Mm-hmm. The thing about this program is like, it was really expensive. Mm-hmm. And so we're not like promoting that program, like go out and buy this program. Not that you couldn't. Right. And if you have, you know, interest, please reach out and we certainly could get you connected. But Hannah, you have basically, Hannah's a speaker and a writer and a ministry woman. You know, she does all those things. Yeah. And um, <laughs> a ministry <laughs> woman. Someone asked like, me the other day, what do you do for work? And I'm like, um, I'm in women's ministry. <laughs> also, no one pays me. <laughs> yes. I know. Also, I work for women. Jesus. So he's going to square that away later. <laughs> yeah. God's going to work that out. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, now Hannah has taken these concepts and made like turned them into a coaching ministry where she mm-hmm. can, you can hire her for individual coaching sessions versus like joining a program where you just watch videos and you join a Facebook group, which is great. Obviously that changed your life, but Hannah's mm-hmm. like, I'll work one-on-one with people and help them find this freedom and overcome their mm-hmm. mindset, which honestly, like I did, Melissa and I both did the free 
workshop for the program it was just a you know a, a week long workshop or whatever and it was really good but it was so geared towards chronic health and that mm-hmm. was an issue for us so i kept having to re like change things in my mind to like okay this could this could be a anxiety this could just be thinking about my body but it, it was hard for me mm-hmm. to do that even though i knew that what they were saying was applicable yeah so you if you're going to work one on one with someone you're like what's your issue yeah. Like, yep. I'm like, what do you struggle with? Like what, right. you know, one of my favorite exercises to do with people is I tell them to set a two minute timer, like set a two minute timer and just let the thoughts come and go. And then after your two minutes are up, set another two minute timer and write down all the thoughts you can remember. And I learned that tactic from the program I went through, but it's so eye opening to what your natural thought process mm-hmm. actually is because in just two minutes in just two minutes, um, we yeah. have so many thoughts that circulate through our brain. And Dr. Caroline Leaf says that 90% of our brain is actually subconscious. Only 10% is conscious. Like we're actually aware of what's going on, which I'm like, well, that's kind of scary and fascinating. (laughs) That doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. All at the same time. But um, I like to do that exercise because for somebody like me, who's I'm just, I've done a lot of mindset work. I've done a lot of self growth, like spiritual growth Mm -hmm. training my, my whole life. It's just always fascinated me. Um, and so I love to help people be like, well, this is a lie. This is a lie. This is a lie. This is a belief that I'm not sure lines up with truth. Why don't you tell me more about that? And let's mm-hmm. find some scripture mm-hmm. to, to challenge these beliefs. And like, let's find out what feelings are attached to these beliefs that have nothing to do with the cross and right. go against what Jesus accomplished for you. And like, let's get after it and let's come up with a plan together mm-hmm. to, to attack this area in your life and get freedom from the enemy. I love that. So if you're listening and you're like, I have toxic thoughts, I don't know how to do what she's doing. Like seriously, reach out to us in the show notes. I will put Hannah's information. Like I seriously, I had a friend recently going through just some really hard things in her mind. And I was like, I believe so firmly. She was like, I tried everything. I was like, I believe so firmly what Hannah's doing. I would literally bank my own money on it. <laughs> I was like, just work with her and whatever it costs. Like, I will, like, this, I want this freedom for you. I believe so firmly in what Hannah is walking people through that I'm like, I literally would put my own money on it. And so, like, if yeah. you're listening and you're like, I really struggle with self hatred or I just belittle myself or I hate my body or, I just feel like everyone's out to get me or, you know, I have conflict all the time. And am I, Mm -hmm. you just have all these wonders and thoughts and so much negativity circling, reach out to Hannah, like just have a little consultation with her and see if it's something that would, you know, be a good fit for you because in all honesty, like it can change your life. And I know that because Melissa and I have done this kind of work, not with Hannah, Mm -hmm. but separately. And Mm -hmm. we have seen the life transformation and we didn't have the wheelchair bound things like that, but, but we know how freeing it is to rewire your mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are some things that we can start practically applying to our mindset today? Let's say people aren't going to start working with you. Like what are some things that our listeners and you know us, we can take away some. Um, yeah. 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 You definitely do not have to work with me to be able to change your mindset. Like so much of it is pressing into the Holy Spirit and challenging what you believe. So I always tell people, whatever you focus on only grows. And so like, if you're focusing mm-hmm. on today's the worst day ever, well, that thought is only going to grow in your mind. Right. But every day I wake up and the first thought I try to like be consciously intentional about is Lord, thank you for this day. It's a great day. Thank you. And it's like, I don't know what my day is going to look like, but I'm assuming it's going to be good because in Psalms, it tells us this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. 
period. It doesn't say if your day goes well, it doesn't say, you know, like if you get that promotion, it doesn't say if you have that breakthrough, then you can rejoice and be glad. And no, it just says God made today. So let's rejoice and be glad in it. And so just starting your day, even with a smile, it sends all these happy messages to your brain. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes there really is truth to that statement, fake it till you make it. Um, like just smile when you don't feel like it and mm-hmm. say something that you're thankful for when you don't feel like it. It's like you're literally working against the enemy when you do those things and you're working with the Holy Spirit mm. when you do those things. I love that. Um, I and- when, my kids, when my kids were younger and Bill was over the road, I started practicing um, laughing when terrible things would happen that might like when when I mean that sounds extreme not terrible but like when when, like I remember my kids are in the hospital (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) when it felt like I got another cancer what'd you say that's what CJ said when she was on oh when you get another cancer yeah Yeah. exactly (laughs) okay not those kind of things so like I remember one time dropping a gallon of milk on the floor and exploded everywhere you know and those are the kind of things that can just set you over the edge and I absolutely mm -hmm. So I started practicing being like, well, all right, let's pick up the milk. And I would laugh because it would help me not spiral my day yeah. in the negative direction. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, that's an app. It, it, that works. It does work. Yeah. And right. So, yeah. Well, and actually, before you move on to other applications, in I was going to yeah. say, too, I had read one time that like the most I think it was like the most nine important minutes of our children's day can be broken down the first three minutes they're awake, the first three minutes they're home from school. And the last three minutes before they go to bed. And I was often frustrated at my kids in the first three minutes, mm-hmm. frustrated at them when they first got in the car after mm-hmm. school and like, just go to bed. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, I, that's, if these are the most important nine minutes of my children's day and yeah. I just ruined it all. <laughs> you say, I, you, I remember you just you sh- ruined it all. I ruined yep. it all. <laughs> when you shared that with me, I was like, oh, dang, I've got some work to do. <laughs> right. Oh my God. So like my kids, you know, when they wake up, like I'm oftentimes in the middle of working out or I'm in the middle of, and I'm just like, oh. even though like, that's really not my personality, but just like kind of breaking in and out, Rachel, I'm having a hard time hearing you. I don't when know. When they gonna... first wake up, I'm often in the middle of working out or reading my Bible mm-hmm. or whatever. And I've just decided to be like, good morning. Yeah. And just like, even though that's really not my personality, because mm-hmm. that's what I want them to see. Or like when they mm-hmm. get off school, huh? like, how was your day? Even though, again, that's really not mm-hmm. my personality. My personality is like, hey, how was your day? But yeah. like, I just want them to, I want their mindset to be like, I want to model that. And yeah. I'm anyway, so that was, that's a little like application if your parents, yeah, and no, honestly, I love even that. with your spouses, if the first few mm-hmm. minutes you see them ever <clears throat> or the last yeah, few well, minutes, you see them. especially because now you're not a slave to your personality's tendencies. Yeah, like you are exactly. ministering to your family mm-hmm. in a powerful way, you know, and in Romans, it talks about not conforming to this world anymore, Mm -hmm. using our bodies as a living sacrifice and being transformed by the renewing of our mind. I think that's Romans 12, one and two. Mm -hmm. And like using our body as a living sacrifice is literally doing things out of worship for God and ministering Mm -hmm. to our families is incredibly worshipful to God. And so doing things when you don't feel like it, because you know, it's God honoring, that's using your body as a living sacrifice for the Lord. And I love that. I love that. Okay. We kind of got sidetracked, but you had a couple. Did you have <laughs> yeah, some I have a, applications? Yeah, I have a couple more here. Um, I think too, taking the power back and realizing I get to decide what mm-hmm. I focus on. My feelings, mm-hmm. they don't have a choice anymore. My thoughts, they can mm-hmm. go sit in the passenger seat, the back seat. Like I'm taking over the direction this car is mm-hmm. going and I'm deciding today. That's right. I'm going to be thankful. I'm That's deciding right. today that I'm going to abide by Philippians 4, which says in Philippians 4, I love it. 
one through eight is all about tips for our mindset. Like I literally never saw it this way until I went through limbic training. And, um, it's like, you know, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, excellent, admirable, praiseworthy. Think about such things. And when you do, God's peace will be with you. Mm. And before, right before that is the very famous verse we all know, like, don't be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition, present your requests to God. When you do, the peace of God that transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and minds mm-hmm. in Christ Jesus. So we have an intentional choice to make. Sometimes we literally cannot help our feelings. They just happen. Mm-hmm. But if we don't take control of the narrative and we don't start putting our feelings in line with what's true, pure, excellent, admirable, all of those things in Philippians 4, we're kind of like trying to swim upstream. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, it's going to be incredibly difficult to change your mindset if you're allowing your feelings to run the show. And so just mm-hmm. remembering, no, wait, actually, I get to decide what right. I focus on. You know, mm-hmm. our feelings are really indicative of our inner belief system, which is great. Um, but our feelings were never intended to run the show. I said, it's great. Cause then we know what to tackle. Exactly. Yeah. But then you so said, it's like, don't be afraid of your feelings, right? Like lean into them, press into them. Mm-hmm. Don't ignore them. Don't shove them down. I'm learning this in therapy. It's so great. And so fun. But <laughs> um, sarcasm. yeah, so like this program is that, you know, when I coach people, I'm not saying deny your feelings and ignore right. them. They're warning signals. They're a gift from God. If they mm-hmm. weren't, we wouldn't have them. Yeah. And so just learning to press into them and like ask, it, it might sound kind of weird, but ask your feelings like, Hey, what are you trying to say to me mm-hmm. right now? And like, just take a, a seat back. And look at your feelings and kind of assess them like you would a good friend in conversation when they're coming to you for advice. Mm-hmm. And just look at your feelings from like a third party perspective, basically, and be like, what what's going on here? Mm-hmm. And how can we move forward in a way that points to healing, points to freedom, and points to the cross? So yeah. I love yeah. that. Um, you had t- said something about changing the narrative or something mm-hmm. like that. And I had the week that we released our conflict series, I had some like, kind of ongoing conflict with a family finally come family member finally come to a head mm-hmm. and everything is resolved. And it was like, of course, this week, of course, the week that we're talking about conflict, I'm having all this conflict. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was so good because I had a reason like to believe basically I don't matter to this person. Like I don't, I had reasons, evidence that could say, these are the reasons I would feel like I don't matter. And any of you could evaluate those reasons and go, yep, it's fair that you might land at that. However, this person has said to me on repeat, you matter, you matter, you matter. And so I could listen all day long to those feelings. Well, I all the evidence has told me in the past, but this person's saying moving forward, like you need to know you matter to me. And I said to this person, like God just gave me this like clarity that was like, you have to take this narrative and smash it. You have yeah. to decide that narrative doesn't exist here anymore. And you have to take it and shatter it. And I told this person, I am taking this narrative that this person said, I understand why you have it. I understand Mm -hmm. where you're from. Let's move forward without that. And I was like, yep, I'm taking it and I'm smashing it. And I was like, so I can be held accountable now by this person or like my sister, you know, if all of a sudden I'm entertaining thoughts that feed that old narrative, well, that old narrative is dead and gone. Like I am Mm -hmm. not that narrative, but that's something I might have to pick up regularly that thought is like, I will not feed that narrative. And if mm-hmm. I slip back into that, I know it's going to bode poorly for my mm-hmm. own internal mindset and then the relationship with this person. And I found it was kind of fueling my relationship with other people too mm-hmm. in negative ways. And so 
changing your narrative, recognizing what's so unhealthy and smashing it. <laughs> you don't have any Absolutely. digging up the root if it's buried deep, right? Like mm-hmm. those are kind of the same thing. Um, it needs to go. Yeah. I love that. I have had to change the narrative on many, many, many situations in my life. And I, I, I have to get to, a, you get to a point where you have to say, okay, I'm choosing to believe Mm-hmm. Even though it doesn't feel like it, I'm choosing to believe. I had to do that. I, I've talked about this before with with my relationship with God. I spent a lot of time, a lot of years feeling like unseen to God. Like mm-hmm. he didn't really care to give me good things. Like that's just where I was living. Clearly the Bible is full of complete opposites mm-hmm. of, of that. Like so, full of proof that I matter so much to him and that he wants such good things for me. My mm-hmm. life is full of proof that God wants mm-hmm. good things for me. But I had, so I had to, get to a point where I'm like, even though I don't always feel this, I have to choose to believe that the truth is, is he wants good things for me. And he, mm-hmm. and then, and then the more I focused on that, that changed, yeah, changed the narrative. And I, have yeah. no, I don't have trouble at all believing that he sees me and wants good things yeah. for me anymore. Yeah. So something okay. I think that is really powerful in line with changing the narrative is don't let the narrative play all the way out. Yeah. So like as women, <clears throat> especially like we're internal processors, external processors, all sorts of processing going I'm on as women. Processor. Here's <laughs> <laughs> um, on the process. <laughs> so it can be so easy to replay a situation or a conversation or a trauma from start to finish in our minds. Mm-hmm. And then we might be like, oh, actually this is true. And one of the most powerful things you can do is stop the narrative the second you re- you recognize it mm-hmm. and say, no, I've committed to changing this. Jesus helped me believe X, Y, and Z it's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and like they tell us and when we went through brain rewiring, limbic training, whatever you want to call it, it's the same thing. Um, that when you feel like changing things the least in your mind. So when you feel the least like leaning into truth, when you feel the least like praying, when you feel the least like being patient, whatever it is that you're trying to, like, I don't on, feel doing that. Yeah. That's when your brain is the most receptive to the change. Because your brain's the most, they call it plastics. Like if you think of Play-Doh, like the softer Play-Doh is, the easier it is to work and mold and shape. So when your brain is plastic, it's like moldable clay in your hands. And so if you're like yelling at your kids and you're like mid-sentence and you're like, oh, the Bible actually says that I have unlimited patience because of the Holy Spirit at work in me. So I'm going to take a deep breath and I'm going to start over. I'm like, can I try that again? And just start from the beginning in a calm and collected voice. And your brain will learn like, oh, I don't have to play this the whole way out anymore. I can stop at any point because again, I get to decide what I focus on and I get to decide how I respond and react to situations. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's really powerful and taking back control of the narrative in your mind. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. We are out of time. So um, Hannah, do you have a challenge for our listeners today? Um, yes. So earlier I mentioned that two minute challenge. So I would go back and listen to that, but I have something else I want you to do as well. Um, I want you to just take time to evaluate, am I magnifying God's goodness in my life or am I magnifying my problems? Mm. And depending upon your answer, will tell you what kind of work that the Holy Spirit is inviting you to do with him in your mindset. Mm, That's so good. Yeah, am really I magnifying good. God's goodness in my life or am I magnifying my problems? Is that yeah. what you said? Yep. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Oh my gosh. That's so good. Okay. Well, um, thank you so much for joining us. I think people are really going to learn a lot from this. I know, like I said, I've seen it in your life. Melissa mm-hmm. and I have experienced it in our lives and mm-hmm. I'm excited for people to take some, the truth of this topic and start applying it to their lives. If you want to yeah. reach to Hannah, her website is livingfromtheoverflow.com. 
And that's her Instagram and Facebook as well, Living from the Overflow. Of course, we always want to hear from you. <laughs> no longer through email because it was discovered I don't check the email. <laughs> but Oopsies. I don't check that email. <laughs> so we love to hear from you on Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> so, all right. Anything else, Melissa, before we go? Nope. You guys have a great day. All right. Bye, you guys. Bye. 